0: Hi, my beautiful people. I'm so excited. I'm doing a retake with a good friend of mine, Lisa, my Zeta sister from Westminster College. Lisa and I talked a couple months ago when I first started out, and the audio just wasn't up to par. I wasn't very good then, so I felt I reached out to Lisa and said, hey, can we redo our podcast? Because what Lisa talks about is so important, and I feel like people need to talk about it. Anxiety, uh, just pressure. And anything like that that you're going through, even as an adult, a lot of adults don't want to talk about it. We don't want to see that. So, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me again. Take two. <laughs>
1: Hi, thanks for having me again. So, um, so our first conversation was really—it was. About a lot of important things, but it was also really fun. So yes, it I'm was. Glad that you asked me to come back.
0: Yeah, and I think that like what you are so open and honest about what happened to you. So I think that that's what the listeners want to hear. I mean, people being real. You know, this isn't a joke. This is real life. So let's go back to um, when you before you had kids
1: before I had kids? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I have, you know, I didn't realize it, but throughout my entire life, I had struggled with depression and anxiety. And one time I was working in a situation that was like really, it was like a social work job and it was very stressful. And um, I had gone to the emergency room. Well, I had gone to urgent care, but they sent me to the emergency room because they couldn't figure out what was happening with me. They thought it was like a heart, it was something wrong with my heart, or they thought that I had like a breathing problem. And it turned out that I was like having an anxiety attack, like a panic attack. They couldn't, they never were able to like identify that. Like it wasn't until years later that I realized that situation that they couldn't figure out They didn't know? I I was actually just having a panic attack.
0: How could they not know? I mean, what did they think it was then?
1: Well, because they did like a lot of medical tests, you know, like EKG, like to make sure my heart was working and my lungs were working and all of that stuff. And they all came back clear and fine. So they didn't, so they ruled everything out, but they didn't know what specifically was happening. That was like before when people didn't talk about Anxiety or like mental health issues right. and stuff like that that was like probably fifteen maybe twenty years ago. So
0: right now, yeah. I mean, people are more open and honest about it. I mean, it's not something you need to hide. If you're going through anxiety or you're having some type of like panic attack. Now that's the thing. After you had that first panic attack, did you have another one after that, or did you feel yourself having?
1: Um, I you know I continued to struggle because at that point it was it still was not identified. As anything, I still continued to struggle, and then after I had my first child, and then really after my second one, I had postpartum depression.
0: So like, did I.
1: Yeah, like really, really bad, I guess. Me
0: too. It was bad. And you uh-huh. don't, it, and you know, a lot of people didn't want to talk about that because after you have a baby, you're supposed to be like, I'm so happy my baby, you know, and it wasn't about me not loving my baby, it was about, like, this feeling of just, you know, I didn't know my purpose, like, I couldn't focus, I was, like, in a daze, and, you know, thinking, what's wrong with me, but you don't want people to think there's something wrong with you, you know what I right. mean?
1: And there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things that contribute to that. Also, specifically postpartum, because you have all these hormones that are like up and down and dysregulated. Yes. And there's, you know, there's more. There's like your sleep's interrupted. There's more chaos, I guess. So right. Yeah, a lot that's of exactly that, it. That impact that you probably eat a lot less right. nutritionally than you should. All of those things impact the way that your, your mental health is. So. Right,
0: because I was nursing, so I was up in the middle of the night, and I wasn't uh-huh. getting that sleep, and I was just, and I was kind of like mad, pissed off, because I'm like, he's over there sleeping.
1: Right. He's over yeah. there, you know? There was an expectation that, that we still needed to do all of the things, you know? Yeah. Instead of just sleeping when, I they, people always say, sleep when the baby sleeps, but like, <laughs> who really does that? Because you feel so much pressure right. to like, get your dishes done and, you know, be all yes. of the things that that moms and wives are. That we
0: put so much pressure and responsibility on ourselves as moms because we're like, we're the caregivers. We're the one that carried the baby. Now we got to have the baby. Or if you adopted a baby, no matter what, a lot of moms and dads will feel that pressure of like, I got to get this done. I have to have everything perfectly done. But that's not the way of the world today. You got to like focus on you and your well-being. But we were not right. at that point back then, don't you think?
1: Right. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's changing, and it's, it's like, because people are becoming more aware that the expectations and the pressure that you put on yourselves, like, isn't absolutely necessary and shouldn't be like that. But I think it's it's still not how it should be. We should...
0: Be talking about
1: always, it. You know, like, be considering our mental health state and, like, how we care for others is completely dependent on how we're caring for ourselves. Right. And if we're not, then that we can't do our job. You're exactly
0: right, Lisa. And you know what I've noticed too? Like I'll be talking to someone or, you know, somebody was talking about, oh my God, did she, she's crazy or she's this, she's that. And I'm like, you know what? Now now I'm saying this. And like before, you know, I, I wasn't educated enough to know. I'm like, you don't know what she's going to you don't know what anybody's going through so just don't sit there and judge them right. because they're having a bad day where well, you just don't know you know wow. and a lot of times I had my one friend say to me she's like you're not your normal self today you know happy-go-lucky I, I feel like I put on this facade that I'm just always happy you know but you know <laughs> oh but then I um during COVID and stuff that's what really triggered me into thinking like, where is my life going like during COVID, right. I don't know what you did, but I was watching the Hallmark Channel. I'm like, this isn't real life, Jenny. <laughs> you know, this guy, this cowboy's not going to come out of the... <laughs> The ranch and swift me away. And I was like, why don't I have that in my relationship? You know, I wanted that perfect relationship and love I was seeing on TV. So how did, now let's go back to when you had postpartum with your second child like I did. How did you manage that?
1: Uh, Well initially I did not manage it well at all. Like I, I ate, I drank, I smoked, I didn't go to bed at night because my heart was racing. So I was having anxiety. I did a lot of Coping mechanisms that were not healthy, and exactly. eventually, I like I, things got very, very dark, and I like I had to get help. Like I kind of like hit rock bottom, and I knew that I had to get help.
0: When you say rock bottom, Lisa, what do you mean, hon?
1: I like I didn't want to live anymore. I just was I was so overwhelmed with everything that I couldn't like function as like a human, as a mom, as a wife, as a daughter anything i went to my doctor he referred me to a psychiatrist i went to a therapist i started taking medication i'm not suggesting that like everybody needs medication right it, everybody I, has I, to do what they need I to do. i don't think that everybody necessarily needs it but if you whatever you can do that you can help you get by in the meantime until you can get better is what you need to do Right. and that's different for everybody exactly. I mean you know if it's not dangerous to yourself not like drinking or you know eating or gambling whatever it is that you might be doing that's not healthy like right. not any.
0: and that, you don't right? even realize you're doing that and you know, you're, you're thinking, well, this is making me happy. Well, then you come home and it's it starts back up again. Well, then maybe I'll go gamble because that made me happy or, you know, I mean, things like that. And it's so true though. I feel like we as society, you know, a lot of pressures we put on each other, you know, trying to be this, it's just has changed so much with putting so much on ourselves. But I totally know how you feel. You get into that dark place and you just feel like, how do I get out of this? Mine was eating. During COVID, I was eating. I was drinking to. But I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I this is not who I want to be." I'm like, "How?" Do, but you know, thinking while well, I'm getting older, my hormones, I'm getting miserable, you know. And I'm thinking this is natural because you know, going through menopause or anything like that. It's not natural, you know. You have to talk to somebody,
1: ask for help, and I guess that something that my doctor had always encouraged. When I talked to him, was you know he would he used to annoy me so much because he always said motion is lotion and what like, does he that was mean? talking about like <laughs> how I needed it. Yeah, what does <laughs> how that mean? I needed mean? to exercise and eat better, um, so uh, he always encouraged that, and I never listened to him until it got so bad I had to go on medication and like start from the bottom and cl- climb my way out of that hole. But like if I would have just maybe listened to him, I know. would have like, not gone down so far you know i I know
0: i I don't know it's almost like they're telling you well you need to get in shape and you need to get healthy and you need and you're like you know what i enjoy eating okay (laughs) (laughs) i enjoy my like we were saying on the other podcast i was listening to it earlier and we were talking about how certain foods make you feel a certain way you know so yeah touch on that again like if you're eating a donut yeah you eat that donut you want to eat that, and that satisfaction you get right away I mean come on I know I'm eating some bad stuff lately after you eat it sometimes that guilt that you feel
1: right if you I mean if you're doing things and then it's bringing you joy for just a couple minutes and then it makes you feel bad like that's an indication that that's not really bringing you joy but you have to that's all like mindset like you have to be so for example we had Easter over the weekend right, right. and so the kids have candy in their Easter basket Reese's. of course I eat some because it's glorious right yes who doesn't love a Reese's peanut butter egg
0: It's <laughs> <So> my favorite
1: <laughs> before I would have eaten a lot of them and had this mindset that, that they tasted good so I'm going to eat all of them and then I would have like beat myself up about it but now I can eat one and not beat myself up about it because it tastes good and that's right that's okay you know Yes, like it's just and it's still the same egg it's still made with the same crap it's right just my mindset is different about it I and I don't have to eat 10 to make myself feel good I can eat, just eat one and be okay so right. that's I guess there's so just like a lot of shifts in your perception about everything that you have to work on like I said there's so many like micro habits that you can instill in your life to kind of just you're still going to have the same life you're still going to have the same family the same job the same all of your same circumstances I mean unless you're changing them which they can't change too
0: you could be like like we were talking about
1: that but you'll you'll cope with it better right because you'll have a different mindset and you'll you'll have a different perspective about things so that
0: is so true Lisa your mindset Because what you think was like the things that I thought were so important, you know, I had to have this clean house, which, you know, that was giving me anxiety, you know, and it's perfect little world. But I mean, nobody has a perfect world. (laughs) I'm like, but you know, that's who we are. We live in our house and it's, you know, if the laundry pile's up, relax, Jen, relax. It's going to get done. Don't get yourself all in a frenzy because you feel like you have to have everything done. Like, if somebody comes over, I feel like i got to clean the house. No, this is my house. There's some dust. Oh, well. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, this is what life's really about. We
1: live here. Like, we are currently living here.
0: I know. Right. I can't, you know, trying to put on, not a front, but trying to be this person who I was like, you know what, I don't need to be that person. I can just be me and what I enjoy. And, you know, talking to And last time when we talked, there were some other things that we were talking about. Um, You were saying about how, you know, your friends or the people you hang out with, sometimes the negativity that they comes out of them kind of portrays on you and then you become negative.
1: Yep, everything that you are consuming, whether it's food or whether it's the people that you're hanging out with, like what they're talking about, even your music your TV, your movies, everything that you consume can either stimulate you and grow you or it can bring you down. So just being aware of that. So if if your friends are always like planning or talking about other people or, you know, talking about how life sucks and how, how, you know, everything is is bad, like that's going to rub off on you. Right. Just like being aware of that. And if you need to, you can make adjustments and maybe there were times in my life that like I was working and there were people that were like really negative and I just kind of you know you don't have to like tell you don't have to say like you're negative right bye just like remove yourself from talking as much with them you know like not in a rude way just I need to protect my peace so right not gonna choose to to sit with you at lunch or whatever it is that you you might
0: be doing. Exactly. And, you know, you worry about that because, you know, before I started this podcast, I thought, put myself out there. People are going to judge me. People are going to criticize me because I, you know, I'm just a real person who just wants to talk about stories and life experiences with people that other people may want to hear because it could help them so I feel like with you and we you know when we talked about anxiety a couple months ago I'm like this is a topic that we all need to talk about because you know most people I've talked to has had maybe something happen in their life that was traumatic that has caused anxiety to them they're not sure what to do about it and I said hey go see somebody. I did, you know, after COVID and stuff, before I started the podcast, I'm like, I need to talk to somebody because I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what direction I'm going. And nobody can help you except yourself. You gotta pick yourself up and go out there and say, I need help. Right. I mean, tell, so when I saw these pictures on Facebook of you, and that's how we connected, because I was like, wow, Lisa is, her life is so fabulous. She's such a motivational speaker. Like, she puts on quotes that just make you feel so good. And I was like, what, not knowing what your life was before you got to that point. So, right. you know, after you went to the therapist, Mm -hmm. How did you get your turn your life around?
1: I mean, it was just like a series of small steps take like one foot after the other, you know, choosing to read things, you know, um, books or whatever that inspire me, which then, you know, then I share that or a quote or, you know, surrounding myself with that type of information and that type of perspective helps. And then just sharing it because you're, you know, you're right. Like we don't know what other people have gone through. We don't know their story or, right. you know, what they have, um, endured in their life. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, I always try to share. I am sharing positive stuff right now because I know what it's like to not be positive, and I know what it's like to be desperate and to be at rock bottom. And I right. don't want anybody else to think that they're alone if they are going through that, or right. that they can't get through it.
0: Exactly.
1: Because
0: we can. We can. We just have to, you know, we have to build ourselves up again. And we have to build other people up. You know, when I, you know, I was reading some things too and some motivational things. And, you know, woe is me. I mean, everybody I've talked to, there's always something that I'm like, wow, you know, what they're going through. So I can't be putting it always on like, oh, I should feel sorry for myself. Because there's so many people out there struggling. And if they could just see how wonderful they are and how beautiful they are you know, pick themselves up and just say, you know what, you're okay. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, right?
1: Right. (laughs) And I think for so long we were just so, like, used to, Everybody just pretending mm-hmm. and like you know, like sliding through life and pretending like everything was great and that's not really that's not even true. If any if I saw anybody and they were acting like their life was perfect, I would call the yes on them I know. Right right away. Right. Nobody's life perfect.
0: Yeah, none I mean, of them.
1: Even none. if you have everything, you still have problems and issues and circumstances, you know. It right. doesn't it doesn't matter. Like I I just feel like everybody has their own Issues and if we're more transparent about it, then it's exactly
0: easier for people yes
1: to just be nice and talk and, about you it. know, like to not judge other people or to not condemn other people for choices that they wouldn't make, you know, just kind of stay in your lane and and love people and let people yes. get through their life the best they know how. I and love if they, that if they aren't doing a good job, then help them.
0: Right, Lisa. That's Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, everybody needs to feel loved too and everybody needs to feel appreciated. And I think that's I remember one time I was walking on the trail with this one woman, this was years ago, our kids were young. You know, I was complaining about my husband and she's like, We never fight. My husband and I we never fight. We're so in love and we just do everything together and I thought, Are she for real? (laughs) I was like, I can't be friends with you (laughs) Because if you're gonna have this perfect life, perfect family Perfect kid. We can't be friends because Uh maybe she did or maybe she thought she did, you know, in hindsight. You know, and then it
1: like it puts it back on us. Like, well, what are we doing wrong?
0: Right. We feel like we're failing something.
1: Right. So we're, not
0: <laughs> we're just being honest. Right. I mean, it's the, the things that me and my girlfriends, I know, right, we used to talk about it. it. was always like complaining, like, I'm doing this, and I had to do the my whole daughter's party, and my husband didn't do anything. All we did is pick up ice. <laughs> We'd be complaining. <laughs> We'd be complaining about that, but it was the same complaints, but it was just us just letting it out there because we were just frustrated because we do. We, we Actually, it was my fault. I didn't put more responsibility on him, like, hey, can you go get the balloons? Hey, can you go get the cake so in hindsight I wanted to complain does that make sense Mm -hmm. it's weird we want
1: to be the person that's doing it all so that we feel good about ourselves being productive and doing all but
0: who's seeing that nobody sees you know who's patting you on the back going good job (laughs) you're right though we do we live in this world that you know everybody's situation is different everybody's circumstance or family life that they're going through is so different but You know, you and I, in college, you know, college, we felt like that was just the best times of our life, you know. We were trying to find ourselves in college. Who am I? Yeah. We
1: had some fun in college. (laughs) We did. (laughs) I don't know if it was, like, the most
0: healthy coping skill time in my life, but... Right. But I'll tell you what, like, I just think about our, you know, our sorority stuff that we
1: did, and, like,
0: Rosetta, Rosetta, I yeah, do you remember the songs? Come on, Lace, you gotta sing something with me.
1: Remember the song, the, um... John Travolta? Oh...
0: The Bee Gees song, Staying Alive." Yes, that's the that's the Yeah, that's the John <laughs> Travolta. I call it John. And it was like you can tell by the way the woman walks, yep. she's a ZT and at the top, beautiful and lots of fun. Come on, I'm not singing a solo here. <laughs> so we're already it's number solo. one because it's, it's all right, it's yep. okay. You can look the
1: other way. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I still sing it when it comes on the radio. I do too. My husband's like, "What are you doing?"
0: I don't know the <laughs> words. I only know Zeta Time. <laughs> and see, this this is what this is what I love. We were having a conversation, and yes, it's a serious conversation. But we're both in a better place. I'm not perfect. I'm not 100. percent You know, every day is like you said, one foot in front of the other. But we're able to sing and enjoy that some of the things that we've done in our life were enjoyable and we had fun. You know, just reliving that.
1: And I and I feel like if I would have back then if I would have known what I know obviously what I know now I would have made a lot better decisions but I feel like a lot of people feel like they can't feel their feelings because yes. if they feel their feelings, that's going to make them depressed or anxious or whatever. Right. And now I can have feelings and feel them and just let them go. And or I, I thought that if I had a feeling, that meant that I had that I was something wrong. Now, now I have depression or now I have right. anxiety. You know, so like trying to avoid all of the feelings is what I spent most of my life doing. But now, yeah, I'm laughing right now. I went on. A- Walk this morning, and I was crying because I was, you know, thinking about like something really sad. And then I had this memory, and so like sometimes, yeah, I think we need to be okay with. I'm not. Depressed. We're gonna have, have a bad day. you are gonna sad.
0: have a bad day. Yes. Right, things trigger to me too, like something um, I see or someone I see, or I worry about everybody. I worry about my mom, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's the other thing. We just put so much pressure, and it's normal. This okay. is real life. Yeah, it's not. We're not going to be cured because we talked to a therapist or we're taking medication. The anxiety will always be there. It's just like you said. It's the way you deal with it. Right.
1: Exactly. Just let it let it go through your body and let it experience it, and then just let it go.
0: And it's, I feel like sometimes it's easier, you know, said than done because you do hold, like, I feel like my shoulders right now, like I'm stressed. Like I have all this, you know, the one thing I know is that you're at a better place. You know, I'm in a better place and we're able to talk about something that a lot of people are not ready or able to talk about or don't even, you know, know that they're going through this anxiety that they just, cause it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Right. We're only human. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners,
1: Lise? No, I think we covered everything and a little bit more. We sang, you know, some old tunes so.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we better keep our day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I so enjoy talking to you, Lisa, and I'm so sorry that my first run just didn't the quality didn't sa- sound well and I didn't wanna put it out there because you're such a beautiful person, such a beautiful spirit. Uh-huh. And I'm so glad we connected, hon. I mean I miss you and I'm, I'm I
1: just, know and I, I appreciate what you are sharing with the world. I mean that's what we that's what we need that's how we help each other is just by sharing our stories not by giving advice or telling people what to do or not to do we just share and then people can you know learn or understand a little bit more have a different perspective and that's that's all we need to do exactly so thank you for sharing your voice with the world
0: thank you Lisa I really appreciate that honorable I'm having fun because I feel honored that people are sharing their stories with me You know, I feel very honored, and if I could help someone, I mean, even for them to talk about it, somebody else out there could be going through the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I so enjoy it. I love your hair up like that. (laughs) We both got our glasses on. I should seriously take a picture of us. <laughs> I'll put that on social media. This is what we this is who we are. Aw, Lisa, thank you so much, hon, for joining me on Spill with Me Jenny D. So if um, there's anything else you wanna say, hun. Nope,
1: I'm all set. Thank you so much. Thank Have you,
0: sweetie. You too. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill with Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous I think that it's going to help all of us, and let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.